everybody. Welcome to Tapes, 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 a podcast about old movies from our childhood. Our Who Are We? <laughs> wow, am I glad you asked. Well, my name is Evan William Crockett. And this is my trusty co-also host. I'm Josh. I'm Josh. You you become more and more like East Coast as you go. Like you're going to be straight what? up Larry David as, no. <laughs> by the end of the, I'm Josh. What do I do? I'm Josh. <laughs> Is that East Coast? I'm becoming more and more Larry David. Yeah, you. Well, he's from New York. Is he? Oh my god! This is a podcast about old movies, yeah, <laughs> old movies from from the wonderful nostalgic swirling clouds of of our past. And every week we come together and we talk about a movie from that time. We talk about how well it's aged, maybe how well it hasn't aged. Who knows? But at the end of the episode, we give that movie a rating of either be kind and rewind or eject and reject, denoting whether it's worth your time or whether it's simply a wreck. Wow. You know, I've got a true piece of, uh, you know, high school nostalgia right here. Uh, do you, did you ever get into Stewart's Cream Sodas? <gasps> Dude, Stewart's Cream Sodas, yes. Key Lime was my favorite. Oh, I've got an orange cream right here. Dude, the orange. I haven't had one of these in, uh, I think, since high school. The orange cream was was a solid number two. Like, it was, in fact, I honestly, I probably had the orange cream more often than the Key Lime. I am not a fan of this. <laughs> oh my god! Really? Oh, it's so sweet. Well, well, yeah. There, oh, when no, we were drinking them, we were just wee little lads. But uh, you know, this was like a form of currency. Uh, I traded all my magic cards for a four pack of Stewart's cream sodas. Oh yeah, with Byron Demi, right? Yes. Oh, hope he doesn't mind being named on the podcast. Oh, whatever. It's yeah, okay. We, like we need to have some of those folks on the podcast at some point. <laughs> that's going to be real weird. But you know what? We don't even have to worry about that because we have an absolutely wonderful guest this week. You know her as the co-host of Josh's other podcast, Not the Oscars, and the Midwest's greatest aunt, Erica Geller, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, guys. <laughs> What's going on, Erica? really thinking about Stewart's cream sodas now um i'm from i'm from new england the east coast so we had like Stewart shops are a thing um so oh really it's it's like an east coast thing yeah it's like um like a convenience store similar to like a wawa or something like so they sell sandwiches and coffee and ice cream and they have like their uh, their own jingle yeah what what's, the, what's jingle? the jingle you know the minute i said that i knew you guys were gonna ask and i cannot for the life <laughs> I mean, of me can't. i cannot oh, for the life no. of me remember how it went um oh. but i do i do remember like the ads were like super old timey um feeling yeah and actually mm-hmm. in college my roommate um was from upstate new york and she randomly had this coffee pot from a Stewart's. And um, a beta fish named Fish lived in it for like several months in college. So very strong That's a good connection. Name for a fish. That's you. a great mm-hmm. name for a fish, yeah. and a, just a great image, like a fish swimming around a, an abandoned coffee pot. I love that. Mm-hmm. Wow, Josh, yeah, I um, had no idea. We like we. How did that happen? Where Stewart Sodas came all the way to the West Coast, but we didn't have like. Yeah, it- 
Erica, you're dropping a bomb on us. Like, we thought we knew everything there was to know about Stewart's. I've got my head in my hands. It's a legacy. Well, it's kismet. I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> we are we are more than happy you're here. We, we truly appreciate it. Do you want to tell the fine folks what we watched this week for Tapes, Tapes, Tapes? Yeah. So we watched a movie that I had till tonight only seen on VHS. Um, a movie Ooh. called... Uh, yeah, <laughs> called Muppet Treasure Island. It was released in 1996. Mm. God. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's a it's a Muppet. It's a Muppet movie. You know what it is. Come on, person listening. You know the Muppets, right? Yeah, we're not gonna explain anything. That's it. That's it. Muppet. It's 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 Robert Louis Stevenson's Treasure Island, Muppified. Um, but Josh, Tim Curry just so, and Kermit. That's it. That's all you need to know. Yeah, we've got Timmy Curry's. We've got Billy Connolly's. We've got Jennifer Saunders. Um, we and and the just yes, all of all of the Muppet folks, but. Josh, just to make our producer overlords happy, do you want to hit them with a synopsis? There's a wcupa.edu email, so we got to hunt them down. We got to go to that college. All right, I'll find. Okay, I got another one. All right. The Muppets are back. <coughs> oh, that's Stewart's. Uh, the Muppets are back <laughs> into action in another movie based on a novel written by Robert Louis Stevenson. Kermit the Frog and his colleagues. Colleagues? Colleagues. Go on a walk. Pirates, come on, just say it. Go on a warfare against ruthless pirates. Okay, they're getting to it. They also share their problem-solving journey on sea to rescue a treasure. Okay, rescue, a tre- rescue a tre- yeah, all right. That's a little weirdly, well, it's anonymous, so, you know. Yeah, the anonymous synopses are, are always kind of kind of hit or miss, but, uh, but thank you for that, Josh. Um, Erica, do you, you, so you chose this movie this week as our wonderful, illustrious guest. Um, you want to talk about your, your childhood memory of this movie? It, it sounds like you haven't seen it for a while if you're saying that you've only ever seen it on VHS. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen this, um, and I'm pretty sure my dad just cleaned out, like, basically all our VHS tapes this year. Um, but... My brother, so I have, I have a brother who's a couple of years younger than I am, and we, when we would find a movie that we enjoyed, we would watch it ad nauseum. Um, yes. And this was one that we owned, so we didn't have to bug our parents to rent it every time we went to the Blockbuster. Um, actually, we went, we, we patronized a, a local uh, tape rental shop called Video Studio 12. But, um, Ooh. I know shout outs to Video Studio 12. I'm sure they're yeah, doing they, great. <laughs> they're right in now. Um, oh, no. but, <laughs> I hope it's the same employees, though. <laughs> um, yeah, so this movie uh, was just, it was one that my brother and I watched a lot growing up. Uh, we loved this and we loved Muppet Christmas Carol. Um, mm. So we just, we watched these movies a lot. So I had a really specific memory of, of watching this as a child. Oh, that's really cute. So, so you said your brother is a couple years younger than you. Are you, you're about our age. You're also like, we're, we're 32. Uh, I've got you guys by, by a year, but yes. Oh, okay. You win. An 80s baby. 80s baby. Okay. 
Yeah, definitely. This is this is a very kind of eighties eighties moment, and we've talked a lot about the on the podcast about like you know what you have access to and how it, how different it is for people nowadays. Because now you can either like if you can't find it on YouTube, you can always find it on Google or or you know Amazon Prime or Netflix or or anything like that. So it's it's interesting to hear another person who says like, "Yep, this is just kind of." what I had access to, but it sounds like you, you also really enjoyed it. We loved it. We loved this movie. That's awesome. Did you, did you get, did you get down on the Muppets in general? Um, that's a good question. Yeah. I mean, like we, like I said, we also had like the Christmas Carol version. Um, and I remember seeing, um, that one stars Michael Caine. Um, (laughs) Right. uh, Yeah. (laughs) As Ebenezer. Um, I remember seeing um, the like the Muppet Caper. Like we we've I, I had seen all of the more of like um, like standard Muppet Muppet movies growing up, um, mm-hmm. and we loved Muppet Babies. That was our shit. Oh yeah, that was my Muppet jam too. Ba- I- Josh, did you watch that? A Muppet, I know, so beside, I'll get into this later, but that's like my, that's where I come into my, like, experience with the Muppets for the most part, is that show Muppet Babies. It was yeah. so good. Yeah, we had, we had the VHSs of that, like, that's actually, that's the only, uh, I mean, just to talk about my my memory of this movie and, and others like it, I didn't grow up with this, I didn't grow up with, with Muppet Christmas Carol, but Muppet Babies, like that was my thing. And we had the VHS. I don't know if either of you remember these, but there would be like the good Muppet Babies episodes where they were fully animated. And then there would be other tapes where it was like a storybook where it wasn't mm. actually like animated. It just was like still frames, and they, but they would still have the voiceover happening. Do either of you Weird. remember those? Is that like a no. bonus feature on the vhs no it was like the the other kinds of vhs's and in retrospect it's like oh well they just they just wanted to not animate it but i remember being a little kid and always feeling ripped off whenever we whenever we (laughs) inadvertently rented one of the ones where it wasn't actually animated i got the book version (laughs) like it's a book but it's you're still watching it on a screen it was it was so bizarre um, but yeah, that, that was kind of my, my memory too, was, was Muppet Babies. Yeah, I, I, I had Muppet Babies. I didn't watch any, I didn't watch this movie, uh, until high school. I kind of missed the boat mm-hmm. on all, unfortunately on all the Muppet franchise stuff. And I honestly think it was mostly it was a couple people that I dated in high school that really pushed this movie as like, we need to watch this at every possible, you know, a- entryway Avenue, all, all, you know, any possible way. Yeah. And cause it was Tim Curry and that was, he was a big part of my life. So I, I got down on this in high school and I haven't really visited it since, but mm. man, this was a blast movie when you got eight friends in a basement sitting on beanbag chairs and <laughs> drinking Stewart's cream sodas. Drink- yes. Yes. That's true. Actually. I don't know that I was ever a part of those hangouts, but yeah, we, we definitely would pass around the, <laughs> the Stewart. I guess this episode is sponsored by Stewart sodas. <laughs> Screw it. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and so in terms of like production back history, I mean, th- this one was, was pretty straightforward. The the Muppet Christmas Carol uh, made a bunch of money, so they decided, you know what, let's do another one. Let let's do the the kind of pirate theme this time. Um, w- it, we've already talked about how this has uh, Tim Curry in it, um, and while we were watching it, my my wife and I, Morgan, were like. Oh, what has he really been doing? Um, and this, what we when we looked it up on IMDb, this was one of his very last prominent on-screen roles. Um, he has done a lot of like voiceover work for various video games and comic book series and all that kind of stuff. Um, but then I, I guess he had a stroke back in 2012, and he's been yeah. confined to a wheelchair. Yep, which is really sad because. I mean, it's Tim Curry. Like, what a presence, you know what I mean? I don't... Uh, maybe you know more about it, but yeah, he had a stroke, and I think he lost his speech for a while, but... Uh, oh, man. He regained... I think he rega- he regained enough because he played the... Uh, I'm actually not sure of the timeline, but I think because when they did the... You know when they do the TV specials of plays? I never watch them, but... Oh, yeah, I know what uh, you're talking about. Like, I know they did Grease with, I think, Ariana Grande. Am I remembering that correctly? She was in Hairspray, but they, yeah, they, yeah, I know. Yes. They they did a version of. uh, of, I'm I'm trying not to steal your thunder. You know what I'm saying? Sounds like there's a lot of opinions there. No, well, anyway, just to get over it quickly, uh, they did a version of Rocky Horror Picture Show, uh, and Tim Curry played the. I really want to say the proctologist, but that's not right. The great the something Scott. Is. <laughs> yeah, Doctor Scott. He's like the narrator. No, oh, I thought he the narrator, but that's not Doctor Scott. No, Doctor Scott is no, because Doctor Scott is the scientist at the end that's like coming to look for Eddie. The narrator uh, is separated from the rest of the cast. He just sits I've in a chair it. and is like, "If I'm, I've seen that movie like one million times." Uh, <laughs> Just a brag, I guess. Well, Jesus. that was like it was like a brag, but also a self neg. <laughs> it was like <laughs> I'm sorry that I know so much about this. I I know I'm terrible. <laughs> um, I was gonna say that I I saw him in 2004, maybe on 2005, like in on real Broadway, life on Broadway in Spamalot. <gasps> Oh, oh my God! You saw Spam a lot. Yeah, I saw it in previews. Um, and he played King Arthur, and he was great in that. That's so interesting on the on the on the Wikipedia page. I've never thought about this before, but they've got like the people who played the characters, and then they've got the people who played like the puppet of them, yeah. and also people who played the voice of them. It's such like a what an ordeal, you know what I mean? I also love that they have um, the way that they <laughs> they credit them is they're like Kermit playing uh, the yes. like I forget his character's name Kermit playing uh, Captain whatever uh, and then like they list the person whose voice is Kermit which is just so funny that they treat them as like even yeah. in the credits they treat them as the the talent. For people who don't know what we're talking about, go to the Wikipedia page for Muppet Treasure Island, and it's very bizarre. It's like a double credit situation because it's like performer, then Muppet character, and then the Treasure Island character. So that because 
because you're going to watch this and be like, I don't remember who Captain Abraham Smollett was. <laughs> like, okay, well, that's obviously Kermit the Frog. <laughs> How many different versions of the same puppet do you think they need to, like, shoot this movie? Because, like, you look at Kermit, and they probably have, like, sitting Kermit, standing Kermit. Yeah, running Kermit. Jumping Kermit. Like Gonzo with long different outfits. Yeah, Yeah, they definitely definitely have multiple Gonzos. Or, like, Fat Rizzo (laughs) after he eats the chicken. Oh, yes. I love Fat Rizzo. Fat Rizzo is, is, is my life. Um, All right, well, we need to get into talking about our current experience of watching Muppet Treasure Island. But to do so, we need to take a short break. So we'll be right back with more Tapes, Tapes, Tapes right after this. Hey, y'all. Season three is here, and we are extremely proud to now be sponsored by Audible. Audible is the leading platform for audiobooks. If you're listening to this podcast, we know you love having entertainment shoved into your ear holes. And Audible has a nearly endless catalog, including podcasts, theatrical performances, comedy, and Audible originals you won't hear anywhere else. Download Audible on the platform of your choice. Listen to titles on or offline. You can even listen on one device and resume listening on another device at the exact same spot. Want to listen to the audiobook of Matilda by Roald Dahl, featured on episode 36? Of course you do. Then visit audible.com slash tapes, tapes, tapes for a free trial. You'll be supporting the show and getting your nostalgia fix. Once again, that's audible.com slash tapes, tapes, tapes for your first free audiobook. Thanks, loyal listeners. All right, now let's get back to the show. Okay, we're back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Tapes, Tapes, Tapes. So, Erica, you had said that it had been, like, how many years do you think it had been since you've seen Muppet Treasure Island? Oh, gosh. Um, I probably was in college the last time I saw this movie. Um, And that was, so probably maybe like 15 years ago. Okay, okay. Wait, Um, does that math work out? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, 15 years you might have been like I'm a not good young, with years you might have been like a young no okay, yeah so ten, 18, you might have been like a freshman I, in college I don't know how old I am 10 to 15 years ago <laughs> <laughs> long enough to go long enough ago to not quite remember yeah to have <laughs> no. no idea what the passage of time feels like <laughs> um so yeah, what what have you what did you think upon this rewatching? Like were you were you looking forward to watching it again? Were you kind of like, "Oh, I hope it's still good." Like what did you think? Yeah, I I kind of picked it because I was trying to uh rack my brain for something that would just be light. Um and mm, that yeah. if it didn't age well. Thanks for that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Hey, I, it's like it's like the theme of the last half of this year. Um Yes. And I kind of thought, like, if this didn't age well, which I have a lot of feelings about how certain things in this aged, um, we were at least picking apart, like, fuzzy puppet characters instead of people. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that, that was sort of, like, my my intent. Um, mm. The musical numbers are as, exactly as I remember them. Mm. Um, Hans Zimmer. We've got yep. Hans Zimmer in here again, yep. working overtime. What? Yeah. God. Um, Prolific. But, and there's, and that, just like the Muppet humor of this is delightful. Like when they're just, um, 
they're going through the chest and they pull out the um, Groucho Marx glasses and then there's a history of democracy that they pull out and like all these things are, are very funny. Um, <laughs> but there were a lot of things in this where I was like, oh, <laughs> that was oh, yeah. a rough, that was rough. Um, <laughs> yeah, like right from the jump, yeah. just blind pew was problematic on every level. There wasn't a single <laughs> level in which that character could shut or uh, just like at any at any stage of the imagination should be in any sort of a children's movie or any movie for that matter. Yeah, it reminds me of old school like Looney Tunes. What, what did that character do? I'm sorry. What what did they do? That was is it just like the ableist oh, yeah. kind of? Yeah, like, it was very. Yeah, well, they did make a joke where they were like, I think he he prefers visually impaired. But then they just had him running around, like running into things left and right, and yeah, it just yeah, sure. And he also was just super lecherous with the kid. Um, mm, and there's a lot of yeah. there was also a lot of jokes that surrounded around the the. Um, oh my god! Why can't I think of his name? The young man, his character um, being oh, a girl, uh, which I just was like, why? You know, Kevin Bishop is that who the kid is? That's the actor, yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember the what's what's the character's name? Ha- Hawkins, Jim Haw- Jim Hawkins. Oh yeah, yeah. you're right. Um, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Also, just like the the appropriation of the um <laughs> the, the island, the native people to the island. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Was a little squidgy for me, but. Yeah, a lot, a lot of forced accents. Yeah, yeah, forced accents, and and just always the depiction of of like native peoples as as being kind of savages. I mean, this is this is definitely a, a '90s movie that is guilty of um, just kind of like putting in things that it doesn't it doesn't deal with with any level of like sensitivity. Um, yeah, and you know they—it's almost like they try to get away with it because it's cartoony and it's like, oh, it's just Muppets and, it, and it's kind of whatever. But you're right; like nothing like this would would get released today, even if it isn't overtly um, and kind of obviously problematic. Um, it definitely still has that kind of stuff where you're like, oh, okay, yep, this is this is like one thousand percent a product of its time. Um, well, and, and it's it's representing a really old story too. So, yeah. um, like Treasure Island itself was first published under the name, um, like, like Adventure Stories for Young Boys or something like that. Oh, yeah, so, like, that's right. It, off to a good start. Off to a good start. Yeah. <laughs> um. And and in a sense, it does a really good job of adapting. Um, <laughs> the story like it follows pretty closely uh, mm. to the T uh, the actual plot line of, of the novel which came out in 1883 I'm just looking up so yeah you know <laughs> you know I've been finding that more and more in movies in the 90s that do adaptations uh, that they you know, at least I'm thinking today. I I'm, I just started uh, Lovecraft Country, mm. which is of course like Lovecraft stories kind of adapted to a much different uh, characters and kind of time period. But it's like all these movies in the '90s that are adaptations. They take the adaptation 
so seriously and so like visually like we have to do it the way that it was intended to do that they don't like take any chances on like oh what might be an important thing or story we need to tell to today's audience or today's growing you know community and it's even like like people were all in an uproar when they when they cast um hallie as uh from chloe and hallie as Little Mermaid, like, oh, my God, we have this black Little Mermaid. And it's like, so she, a mermaid is a character that doesn't exist. And we're yeah. remaking a cartoon. So, like. Yeah. So, yeah, there there were some some aspects of it that were that were kind of problematic that didn't age that didn't age super well. Did it did you find that it hampered your overall ability to enjoy it? Or did you find that this was a situation where you were just kind of. um like taking note of it. Yeah, I definitely took note of it. I think I would file this away under things that belong in my like sentimental part of my brain, but I don't necessarily know that I I like need to like I, I don't necessarily think don't, it's a don't pity spoil that your rating. I, don't spoil well, your rating. I don't th- I guess I'll just say I don't think it's a pity that my dad didn't keep the VHS. Oh, damn. Josh, what did, what did you think? Yeah, I I mean, I a lot of those experiences that I had in high school with it, they were kind of forced. Mm-hmm. I know I enjoyed it p- mostly for Tim Curry because yeah. I just go looking for Tim Curry whenever I can, if it's a movie or whatever. But none of the songs really stuck with me. The plot didn't really stick with me. Honestly, besides Muppet Babies, I have no attachment to the Muppets. So I was walking into it a little excited because mm. yeah, it's just something that I hadn't seen in a long time, but also I don't really have an attachment to. Um, and I definitely, I definitely had fun in the marvel of seeing Muppets again because I think I forgot just how crazy Muppet humor is in terms of its physicality and the actual jokes that they make in it. Yeah. Uh, it's... Yeah, like, the self-aware Muppet humor, that d- did hold up. Like, there's a bit mm-hmm. where... Um, there. So, one of, like, the subplots in this movie is that Rizzo and Gonzo, who play themselves, that tested really well, that did really well when they did it in Muppet Christmas Carol, so they brought them along having an adventure in this movie. Yeah. And... One of the subplots is that Rizzo sells cruise tickets to other rats. To the other rats, yeah. These rats are all dressed. So this movie takes place in, you know, 1800s-esque garb. These rats are all wearing 50s luau wear 100% of the time. Like Bermuda shorts. Yes. Yes. Um, and, and they're like they're snorkeling, on, and they're yes. you know they're like ski, yes. uh, uh, water skiing. Yeah, it's, <laughs> they're on vacation. There's, they're drinking tiki drinks at, in almost every scene on the boat. Um, <laughs> and there is one moment where um, they're actually on Treasure Island, and one of the rats is leading a group of other rats, and they walk by um, Kermit and Piggy being held at sword point by. Um, by Tim Curry, and one of the rats says, and here on our tour is an actual filming location for the movie Muppet Treasure Island. And, like, <laughs> that's a great joke. <laughs> like, yeah. They really hit the fourth wall jokes mm-hmm. like no other. 
It's it's incredible. And yeah. just the amount of puns in this movie that are just like so small or in the background. It's it's almost like uh I don't know, I like see that that's the kind of writing that I would expect on like arrested development but not in a muppet movie. See, and hmm. I think that that's like I I think that that's the crux of what the muppets are. Um like for me, I I strongly recommend I was going to save this recommendation till the end, but I'll I'll make it now. Um, there, ABC did, I think it was ABC, did a single season of a workplace comedy starring the Muppets. It was basically 30 Rock, but with Muppets. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I heard about it. I heard it was great. It's just one season. It's wildly clever. Um, it's very, it's genuinely funny. Um, and so, like, I think, and that gets a little bit back to, like, what the Muppet show was. It was this variety show with these weird characters, like they when when they do it right, it, it's it's very very funny. Like and that and like the humor is subverted and it's it's wildly self aware. Um, <laughs> so I, I will say that. Yeah. For so for me, um, I you know I didn't grow up with this movie and live action Muppets were never really my thing. Um, I mean, I watched I watched. Uh, uh, Sesame Street growing up, which I get is not the same thing. And Morgan and I, when we were talking about it, she was starting to talk about like Sesame Street things. And, and, you know, and she was like, well, you could, you could recommend these. And I was like, yeah, but it's not in the same universe. And she's like, well, but it's all Jim Henson. And I was like, yeah, but it's not. And then we started talking about like Marvel and DC and why those aren't the same. (laughs) Like, even though they're all superheroes and I don't know, that's kind of interesting. I, I I wish that we had had Big Bird in this thing. I think Kermit's uh, the only crossover Muppet, right? He's the only one to appear on both Sesame Street and The Muppet Show. I think that's true. And may, uh, maybe Miss Piggy. Huh. Would she show up in a Sesame Street? I'm not sure. I don't know. I just know he's saying Rainbow Connection on Sesame Street. Like, that's where he's saying that's, that. Yeah, that's right. Um, right? I did, no, I, did I make no that up? knowledge of this. Oh, you don't know. You, you might have. You don't know about the Rainbow Connection song? And someday uh, you'll find nope. it. The rainbow connection. The lovers. I was too busy watching Return of, Return of the Living Dead 2. <laughs> and like. <laughs> you were too busy having your childhood damaged by Bruce Campbell. Um, <laughs> so. And look at me now. <laughs> so yeah, I, I didn't really grow up with this. And like when it started, I was kind of like, oh, okay, I can I can get into this. Like I like a Muppet moment. and And I do think that. A lot of those jokes work well, like a lot of the self-aware humor, um, the the two old men who are complaining, like being at the pr- at the um, the the prow of the boat, like that was that was a wonderful figureheads. The figureheads, yeah, that was a wonderful little cameo. Like that was the perfect yeah. place for them. Um, Waldorf and Statler, yeah. Yeah, but then I but then I I have to say I just kind of I just kind of lost interest. Like I, it didn't quite hold. Um, my interest, uh, I felt it felt long, even though this movie is not long. Um, and I don't, I don't quite know what to, what to blame that on because it wasn't like, I love Tim Curry. Uh, I obviously I find him visually and auditorily arresting. Um, and I, I have a good, like, if you ask me what I feel about the Muppets, I like them in general. Um, but I don't know. There just was something about it where I was like, okay, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm finding myself like going on my phone a lot while while watching this. 
Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know if that's because I don't have any kind of nostalgic tie to this movie. Um, so like the music, it wasn't super memorable to me. Um, or, or you know what I mean? Like it wasn't catchy because yeah. I didn't really know what was what was happening. I mean, I'm sure people who grew up watching this movie on repeat could like sing the songs right now, but it it didn't seem like it kind of grabbed me in that way. Um, I didn't really understand a, a lot of the the kind of plot points, and I don't know. It just it seemed, unfortunately, it seemed a little little kind of forced. find the treasure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the but more still, the more we're talking about it, I feel like because you know, like I haven't seen this in a while, and I, I have fond memories of it, Evan. But like watching it as an adult by myself, sober, I was like, <laughs> I feel like they needed to like uh, deviate from the Treasure Island plot a little bit. Like I feel like they were leaning way too heavy into that. Um, and I, yeah. like, the adults, the, or the yeah. humans, like, the non-Muppet actors are all, I think, trying to meet Muppet energy level, like, yeah. um, like, the Jennifer Saunders character, <laughs> like, she's great, like, everyone should put her in everything all the time, but that's a weird-ass <laughs> part that, like, honestly is, like, three seconds long, and that joke, like, where they can hear her from all over the place, and they're like, how does she do that? I thought that was so funny as a kid, and as an adult, I'm like, ugh. It really why? fell flat. Like that that yeah. joke yeah. does really stand out to me. Is like, I don't get why do they keep on? It's and if she, it's not worth calling back to, then don't call back to it. <laughs> is it like they were trying to like make it humor? Because they're they they're, they're trying to remember this is that this is a kids right. movie. Like, are they trying to make things that are like, oh, let's pitch one to the kids because we think that's something yeah. that they might. Enjoy. I mean, I, I definitely yeah. did get that feeling a lot while watching this that this is this is a kids movie through and through. Yeah. Like more so than than some of the other movies that we watch that are that are even made for kids, it it felt like the humor in it wasn't. I don't know. They just they didn't do enough to to kind of grab me. I think that's honestly why I like the Waldorf and Stadler part stuck out to me because uh, they were like, "Well, at least we're not in the audience." <laughs> and I was like, "That's how I feel." <laughs> it, was, it was so accurate. Um, but uh, he put the rat in pie, rat. Oh, that's just the one that I remember. Oh man, yeah, yeah there's a, there's a lot of rough ones. Yeah, I, I like keep I keep thinking, rough. That's a gem. <laughs> I keep thinking about Jennifer Saunders because like she's a wildly funny actress. Um, who's, like, very used to dressing up in costume, too. So, like, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm watching this and just being like, oh, I feel like you didn't use her right. I feel like you could have used Tim Curry even better, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, they could have used him him better. I was a little little disappointing. Um, all right, any any favorite moments that, that stood out to you? I think my favorite moment, just for some reason, it uh, just because it, I kept thinking about it was I can't really think of too many kids movies that use really serious things like torture and things like cabin fever as jokes and do such a good job playing those out because as an adult I'm watching a lot of what they're finding the humor in and like death defying situations and going wow this is this is pretty dark 
the Muppets. Yeah, that part was kind of surprising. That just that just kind of stuck. That just kind of stuck out to me. I mean, the fact that they're torturing Gonzo, I guess it's in line with the idea with the mytho- mythos of what pirates do. Uh, but there's just something about seeing a Muppet movie and making such light of it. I'm like, wow. Yeah. What about you, Erica? Um, I think my favorite part is still all of the little subplots that are, are occurring in this movie. So, like, the rat subplot I love. Yeah. Um, there is also just kind of the, like, this running joke about dead Tom, which I think is actually funny. <laughs> um like I think, oh, I think like yeah. that's solid humor. Um, <laughs> I still enjoy that stuff, but again, like that's like more of like I, I feel like I keep harping on this, but more of like traditional Muppet humor as opposed to like yeah. why this movie and why this mm-hmm. why, why Treasure Island? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like the other thing is, it's like it's such a male story um, oh, yeah. that I'm also Absolutely. I'm also just kind of like, ugh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There, there's almost no women in this. I mean, and and the the other weird thing about the Muppets is like one of their their two most arguably their two most favorite or famous characters are Kermit and Miss Piggy, and they're both a man. <laughs> and yeah. like it's it's like a man doing a very like like insanely crazy woman. Like that's that's what it is. That's like this caricature of like the overly sensitive. Um, right you know it's it's that is very dated for me my i think my favorite moment and and this is probably like a very like basic moment is when they're all taking the roll call and when sam eagle Mm -hmm. is like headless someone or whatever his name is and then they all look around (laughs) and then i like headless sam and then they and then the guy just like waves his hand yeah (laughs) Are we are we ready to give a final rating to 1996's Muppet Treasure Island? Yeah, I'm sad. I think so. Erica, we're going to kick it over to yeah. you, our illustrious and wondrous guest. All right. Do you, so do you, Oh, sorry. No, no go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you do it. He's got Evan's got a whole you do it, you do it, you do it. Evan's got a whole whole bit that he's got. I don't do a whole bit. Do the well, bit. The, the, you got to you got to say what you got to yeah it is I it's feel a bit you got to say doing what the, the bit rating. now dad it feels self conscious now all right <laughs> erica erica do you give is that this is my evan voice oh god <laughs> no but this is how i'm going to say it <laughs> evan do you get no erica do you give, <laughs> are you proposing to us do right you now give, i don't <laughs> would you like to be man and wife and dog and rat with me i call dog <laughs> <laughs> I call rat. Damn it, I wanted rat. I now pronounce us all Muppet Babies. Muppet, Muppet Babies. Gonzo used to fuck babies. chickens. All right. Erica. What? You, that's like a whole thing. He like has crushes on chickens. Yeah. You don't know about that? I'll, I'll explain it to you when you're older. All right. Erica Geller. Thank you. Do you give 1996's Muppet Treasure Island a be kind and rewind or an eject and reject, baby? Um, I think if this is something movie that you loved as a child and you want to revisit it for nostalgia's sake, uh, go ahead and do that. But 
As far as ever showing this to today's children, um, I would say eject and reject. <laughs> Ooh. So you do, you don't think you would show this to your to your beloved niece? I don't think so. Like I just think yeah. there's better stuff out there. Hmm. Josh, what what do you think? Well, if this if this movie was a mountain and I got to the I was on my way, I was almost at the peak. I was at the precipice of the the be kind and rewind. <laughs> Honestly, just talking this movie out uh, made me walk back down the mountain. Oh, you didn't even reach because the peak. You were right there. I didn't. I, I didn't reach the peak. So Aww. I was. I was walking into this pretty sure that I was going to give this a be kind and rewind mm. purely because I feel like it's something that I haven't given myself enough of, I guess, in terms of media, but there's something just about Muppet humor and that stylization that really speaks to me. Like I, yeah. I want to play Rizzo like on Broadway. Oh, yeah. I don't, I haven't, I don't do theater. I don't, you know, I haven't performed it forever, but like, I would love to do that. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of their like visual gags and stuff. I just, it hits me yeah. really hard. And also it's got Tim Curry. Even if like the role is like, I think one of the most, the least for him to explore in terms of his entire book of things that he's done. Yeah. Like it's still, he's in there and he's tearing it up. Uh, but so I almost gave it that, but if I'm thinking about who I would show this to and what future generations would get out of this, it's like, yeah, it's a Muppet movie. But you just go watch the Muppets, yeah, or like you know the Christmas Carol. So no, I as as hard as it is for me to give an eject and reject to uh, something with Tim Curry in it, uh, that's what I'll give it. <laughs> oh wow, wow you Josh, laid it on want... thick. Are you okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> if you want more redeeming Muppet content, I really think go back to the first Muppet movie with Steve Martin, like. It's mm. there's some really what solid the Muppet movie. It's from nineteen seventy nine. It's also on Disney Plus. Um okay. and like it definitely like feels like it was made in nineteen seventy nine, but like I think the jokes are a little bit more like what that pun like that punchier feeling that you're looking for. Hmm. Okay, maybe that's what I need then, because I think I just need it removed from watching what people think pirates are which is its own funny thing of like i'm just imagining anybody that has ever been a pirate on the sea and watching this and going what the fuck are these guys doing what is that book even about why are they singing why are they wearing that so you're speaking directly to the the pirate audience right now is what what, you're saying yes josh (laughs) jesus christ Thank you for representing hey, you know, pirates. Represent. I, I'm just trying to trying to think. I'm trying to think about who's not in the room. Okay, you know. You know what? That's important. We need a we need a pirate in the room that's, from 1858. This podcast, is hosted by two 32 year old white guys, is all about representation. Um, yep. So definitely, thank you for that. Um, You're welcome. Yeah, I would. I will have to echo. I'll have to echo your both of your sentiments. Frankly, I'm relieved um, that neither of you enjoyed it all that much because, while, like, right after we watched it, I I told Morgan I was like, oh man, this is one of Erica's childhood movies, and like we don't know each other. Like, oh crap, what's it gonna be like if she like absolutely loved it? And Morgan was like, you're just gonna ask her a lot of questions. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, this is a hard hitting. We got to maintain our journalistic integrity here and just go with the what we what we what we need. You so know, I, I'm really sad that I didn't I didn't love this and it wasn't as amazing as yeah. I remembered it. Mm. And I'm actually really sad to watch Muppet Christmas Carol, even though I do think that's probably a better movie. I don't mm. really know why I chose chose this one over that one. Um, I guess just because I was like not ready to do it to do Christmas yet, but yeah, we're not, we're um, not quite there. Yeah. I, but, uh, I hope that that movie isn't, I feel like I need to do my, you know, like do my childhood self the favor and watch that and, and see if it's, it's, if, you know, you I've been need, lying to myself, you need, as we call in therapy, you need a repair yeah. and, a, and Muppet Christmas story is going to, is going to help you get or there. a mechanic. <laughs> You know, they'll tell you you need to Oh, Jesus. God damn. That was like a Muppet Pirate joke. Pirate representation. That was like a Muppet joke. Um, yeah. um, so, Erica, you, you've already given a few recommendations for, for what folks should watch instead of this. Do you have you have anything else that you would recommend people to watch instead of Muppet Treasure Island? Um, yeah, so I would, go, I would go find the Muppet show. I think it was from 2015. Um, just one season. It was on ABC, so I'm sure it's on Hulu and or Disney Plus. Um, the original Muppet movie. Um, I I I'd, I'd seek that out. Um, and honestly, the remake with Jason that Siegel's, show has a 100 um, percent Rotten Tomatoes. It's delightful, and I think they're wow. they're coming out with one on something like a a, a another sitcomy style show this year if it hasn't come out yet already. So, mm. um, yeah, I in terms of like Muppet lore and Muppet culture, those would be two things I, I would recommend. <laughs> Josh, what about you? Anything that you would recommend? No, because I think I was the one that needed the recommendations this time. Yeah, uh, and that was you know I'm what? gonna I'm gonna take I I gotta say that was a, I, yeah. that was a beautiful moment between you two, where Erica, you saw how Josh was suffering, and you were like, Josh, here's what you need. And then you you recommended like exactly what he needs. So you know what? Snaps for that. Thank you. <laughs> I can't snap. <laughs> um, oh yeah, you and Morgan can't snap. That's so weird. Ugh. For my recommendation, I'm going a little bit out of left field because I, you know, I was reflecting like I haven't when I grew up, I didn't watch a whole lot of like puppet things in general, um, other than like Sesame Street. Um, and then I was like. What's another puppety thing that's kind of fun, but also has like some some humor into it? And uh, Little Shop of Horrors, um, yeah. which I I didn't actually grow up watching, um, or, or I was introduced to it as an adult. Um, but I really like that movie. I think the songs are all catchy, and you've got like Steve Martin in there. You've got Rick Moranis in there. And like it just has such over the top crazy iconic characters um, that for like that for me is is one that I I feel comfortable recommending to to other people. This one, unfortunately, not so much. Um, but uh, but yeah, that that's that's my that's my recommendation. Um, Erica, once again, thank you so much for being on our podcast on tapes 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 i'm loving all of the th this uh we're recording this episode on the day that anthony's ep episode came out so i'm loving the tapes 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 not the oscars crossover alternate universe <laughs> that that we're true. that we're creating 
Um, DC, DC versus Marvel will fight until the end. Um, Erica, do you have anything that you would like to plug or maybe just tell the fine folks where they should be spending their their time and energy? I guess I'll plug our our, our pod. Um, we're, we'll be back in your feeds. We took a little bit of a hiatus, but we'll be back in feeds uh, this week. So um, if you, you know, you're listening to this, you should be having new episodes out. Um, so that's uh, not the Oscars, and you can find that on all your regular old pod listening sites. Yeah, awesome. Well, well, thank you again very much for for being on the episode. Um, we we really appreciate it. The podcast, all of our audio mixing and original music is done by yours truly, Evan William Crockett. Kersey Baratorme does our artwork. You can find her on Instagram at Made by Kersey. That's K-E-R-S-E-Y. And Josh, do you want to tell the fine folks how they can support the podcast? Yeah, you can find us on Patreon. Uh, Patreon slash tapes, tapes, tapes. Uh, you can throw a couple she- shekels at us. Uh, <laughs> helps keep the podcast made. Uh, we do all the uh, footwork for editing and making and all how many theme songs have we made at this point? dude i don't know how many i <laughs> i'm like i'd, I'd be scared to do we gotta make a compilation yeah, album we i should do a compilation that would album. actually be a great maybe we need to make a tier maybe that should be a little maybe we'll make that as a thing that uh you can get a collection of all the different themes that we've made <laughs> a, a cd a cd of all of them <laughs> oh but we have to make a commercial it's like the 90s oh, like God. Oh yes, with the it, yellow it, it, like, text, it, the the tight that they they scroll up <laughs> and then you get like a five second preview. Okay, I'm really getting lost in this yeah. idea. Uh, you can you can find us on there. Tape to tapes help support us. We've got merch and all that all that good jazzy stuff. Beautiful. Well, thank you, thank you again, Josh, our our wonderful producer. I forgot to mention that our wonderful producer of the podcast, Josh hey. Josh Bowen. He's a beautiful boy. Go look, just go look at him and get lost. All right, everybody. Guys, gals, and non-binary pals, we love you, we mean it, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye.